0: Can there also be just a line that you beep even though we're just talking regular and people just think we're saying it? Yeah, this is yeah. all beep, really just because say, of the, beeps, yeah. say something beeps, that you really love. Um, I don't know, like Jesus, man. Whoa, whoa. wow, wild, dude.
1: Whoa. I'm sorry, dude.
2: I'm sorry.
3: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kentucky <laughs> Commons Radio Hour. I'm John Ronane. I'm joined by the usual hosts, uh, David Satterley and Michael Moller, three of us at the Louisville Ale Trail. We have some special guests on the show this evening, all the way up from Bardstown, Kentucky, uh, Scout and Scholar. We've got Lee Northcutt, the head brewer, brewer extraordinaire, mastermind of the brew house, mm. And Clayton Elliott, the back of the house, mastermind oh. extraordinaire, the yeah. executive chef is the proper yeah. title, right?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Thank you.
3: Well, thank you guys for making the drive up. It is quite a beautiful day here in the Bluegrass State, Uh, so hopefully it wasn't that bad of a drive. It's and not. Find a few other things to entertain you while you're up here for the evening. Yeah, sure. Um, But yeah, give the guy... So we make the joke often that Scout and Scholar is one of the unofficial sponsors of the podcast because you guys yeah. are always good about... Wait till you get our invoice. Don't think. Yeah, it's yeah, yet. Exactly. <laughs> Don't think shit. Somehow yeah. there's always a crowler or two of like a good scout and scholar stuff kind of floating around, and we usually decide to share them together just because it's always a fun beer to share. Okay. This is your fourth time appearing on the podcast. Sweet. First official, I'm finally here. <laughs> finally yeah. Here. yeah. <laughs> okay. So even though you guys are the unofficial sponsor, we also like to thank the official sponsor of today's episode. Ha ha! That's our patrons, the best possible sponsors out there. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been signing up. Um, if you guys haven't signed up. Let me tell you about it. Man, it's, well, so first of all, you'd see that uh, we have a huge spread here. In addition to Fantastic Beer, Scout & Scholar is also becoming known for its amazing kitchen. We're gonna talk more about that here. Uh, but you guys brought up some good offerings. And mm-hmm. yeah, if you're if you're not on Patreon, you're not seeing this stuff <laughs> and you're missing out because uh, it looks amazing. This if is- you want the full video feed, yeah. you can join our Patreon. We have other tiers that have other fun stuff. And uh, the more the merrier. We love to interact with you guys on there. Um, but all that being said, you guys want to just kind of give us the, the one minute elevator pitch about Scout and Scholar and, uh, try to trick some of these little villains to make making a little day trip. I I guess, uh,
0: (laughs) uh, only brewery in Nelson County, uh, Scout and Scholar named after the, uh, brothers that founded Barstown, William and David. Uh, we kind of vibe off that, uh, with food and beer as far as like, we have a Scholar series that's like more traditional in nature, uh, Scout kind of more off the wall stuff. Um... But yeah, we normally have like 25 beers plus on tap. Uh, Clayton does a fantastic job of specials uh, nonstop too, so. Uh, yeah, but we yeah. kind
2: of try and do the food same way. Um, we're kind of different in that we have a kitchen rather than just kind of a food truck or sister yeah. restaurant. Um, and we kind of keep that same style of Scout and Scholar kind of scientific and exploration.
0: Yeah, I like
2: that. And how long have you guys been open at this point? We opened December eighteenth of uh
0: twenty twenty. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, so you guys were in during that kind of like it's a weird time to be starting a brewery <laughs> opening. Yeah, weird thing. time for everything. Yeah, so yes, yes, totally.
2: Yes, we were there.
3: You feel like the training wheels are like I feel like everybody who's opened up a business or you know, gotten a business established during the past couple years of COVID is gonna have like superpowers now that it's <laughs> like all over. <laughs> if you had to learn how to like run a business and be this lean with this much change and uncertainty. Is it starting to feel like it's getting back to normal for you guys or is but it, what is normal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the answer. Uh, I,
0: I think uh, you know, you gotta shine a positive light on it. Uh, it helped us due to the capacity. We could work out the kinks with service and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. Uh I think we're on a really good trend right now, whereas we have full capacity and you know, we're lucky enough we have we have great service staff everywhere, like front of house, back of house. Like I think we're we're on a really good motion to get to push everything forward. So
3: yeah.
2: But yeah.
0: And what's the food experience been like? You know, you're basically, it's a a
3: brewery, but you guys are almost as equally much a restaurant. Has that been? Yeah. Uh,
2: (laughs) So it's been very bittersweet in a lot of many ways. Uh, Like Lee said, learning and testing and figure out ways to execute uh, properly. Now that we're full staff, and we've gone through this for about a year, um, our kitchen is, in my opinion, one of the best I've ever worked in, uh, worked with and worked for. Uh, We pump food out of a kitchen that you'd be surprised is smaller than most. House kitchens, yeah, we can all <laughs> think attest to that. Yeah. Uh, and
3: then, just speaking of the beer and food, we sometimes like to start the show just talking about some of the stuff we're drinking. Um We'll talk about the one that you guys have over there in a second. But what what a uh, what Scotland scholar beer are you guys
0: cracking? Uh, so this here? is all circles, our Belgian dark strong. Uh, you know, pretty traditional in nature, at least I hope. Uh, you know, notes of raisin, brown sugar, uh still the Belgianese characteristic. Uh you'll have to forgive me. I don't know the ABB every too many beers. Ten point six. I was gonna say about ten point six. Yeah. But uh <laughs> but yeah, I'm really proud of this one. We have yeah, this yeah. one That's aging in yeah, 100%. Uh, we have this one aging in barrels too. So I'm really stoked uh, when the barrels come out as far as I say.
4: Being in being in
0: Bardstown, um kind of like the heart of
4: bourbon country. Do you find that you have pretty good access to barrels? I am
0: so spoiled. Um, <laughs> nice. I would actually say, you know, uh, the distilleries really embraced us when we opened up. So, like, you know, um, yeah, it's I definitely have access to some really cool barrels. So. I, and one thing, I, you guys just, like,
1: there are, like, so you were talking a little bit about the Scout series and the Scholar series and how that works out. But there's really no definition on, like, all the like scholar series or like clean pilsners or anything like that, and light or heavy, you guys like you just ramp up beers. I mean, this this is 10 and a half percent, it tastes nothing like that. Yeah. yeah, I try to get
0: everybody drunk, literally, that's my job. <laughs> so, uh, I take that job very serious. but
4: yeah, um, I what, what I always love, uh, whenever I'm there is I, I see all the different um pre designated flight options. And there's even one just, hey, if you're into nitro beers, here's the nitro flight. And I always re- appreciate awesome. that because I'm not usually one to do flights because a as, a, as a bartender, former
1: bartender.
3: You can say RIP I, to the bartender who has I've, to do a nitro I've, flight. I've, yeah. I always
4: <laughs> hated doing any kind of flight because people were just like, I want this, I want this, and I want this. And obviously you all do the custom flight program still. But having the, the predetermined flight options, so much easier for the
1: bartender and so much easier for the consumer too. Yeah, but the flight pairing with the food.
2: That's true. Yeah. That yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Uh, that uh, something a couple months ago we kind of started, uh, it's called Flight Infusion. It kind of fuses food in with beer. Um, everybody's kind of familiar with a flight of beer or wine or bourbon that you can get at a restaurant. Uh, we kind of started something where we're pairing food bites with different beers. And each bite pairs with each beer kind of. With Lee's beer, and sometimes we'll kind of rap back and forth about how to pair these food and beers together. About five minutes, have it done, and that's awesome. I mean, high fiving and yeah. having people be like, "Did anybody get that on video?" like it's really cool. It's really really cool.
3: It seems like people really appreciate that too, just because it's like the added experience and the thought yeah. that went into it, and you know, people anybody loves like a little curated
2: thing like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, us as as uh, as chefs and cooks in the kitchen, we love doing that um and the, the people that order it we they really appreciate it and so it's exciting for us uh to be able to do that and talk to the people that do it um yeah it's been a really cool thing we do it every weekend friday and saturday this weekend is tartines what we call fancy bread um Definitely well, fancy bread fancy fancy bread <laughs> Fancy uh, of the bread each each little bite will be paired with a different beer um so come check that out this weekend um but yeah we do something different every weekend
3: that's something I always like to just tell people too, is like, you know, a lot of our audience is in Louisville, a lot of it's not in Louisville, but for Louisvillians, you know, we're the Louisville Trail, so we're all about like getting out and exploring parts of the city that you've never been to uh, but the same goes like for little day trips just out and about, like, it's so much fun to go down to Bardstown for a day and It's a, not that far of a drive. It's, it's not. Drive. And no. It's beautiful. So you take go. old
0: Louisville, Bardstown road. Yeah. Like, Even go to Bernheim. Like Bernheim yeah, there's exactly. Like, distilleries, whatever you yeah. want to yeah. do. You can go um, kayak and then come back. Yep. Go yeah. see a haunted house.
3: Mm-hmm. Like. True. Go look at some nature and then go, go have dinner. here. Go to the Catholic old Scholar. Talbot Tavern.
1: Yeah. Don't there you go. Go.
3: Yeah. It's scary. They got ghosts. They got ghosts. Are you scared?
0: Never,
2: no. never.
3: Now, because this is a podcast, and you guys are from Bardstown, mm-hmm. uh, do you guys know who the, the killer is? The Bardstown podcast oh, uh, murder. So I guess you guys so got any suspects? Uh, Wondering if we were going to talk about this.
0: Well, I mean, I, no, uh, no, but uh, because he has a suspect, <laughs> I think it's the former. man. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, uh, I don't yet. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get a conspiracy. Right here. What's happening here? I don't know I mean, I, I will say, like, I accepted the job position as head brewer, and then I was like, I Googled Bardstown, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm, this is what I'm coming into. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess no comment is what I got to say. Yeah, no no comment. Like,
3: and everything I'm seeing is pure, yeah, uh, yeah, pure slander. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know if the video, but he
0: said it.
4: Despite that, uh, it's it's a very pleasant town to be in. It really and is. It's like it it's, it's, And yeah. it's one of those quintessential Kentucky towns. Like, if you were outside of Kentucky and you had a picture of what a Kentucky
0: town looked like, yep. it would probably be Bardstown. Half the buildings downtown are historic registry. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoy it because I feel like it's a small town vibe, but it has enough. You know what I mean? And yeah. so Obviously, it's growing tremendously with just with the bourbon um, that obviously that we do. Like Heaven Hill just announced an expansion in Bardstown. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot going on in Bardstown. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool. And, and how did you end up in Bardstown? Um, I i actually grew up on the western side of the state, a uh, very small town called Gracie, uh, in between Hopkinsville and katie's uh, I was in Florida. Um, I, I, learn brewing there and uh, honestly just wanted to get back to family and stuff like that uh, my father lives in uh, uh my brother lives here in Louisville I'm best friends with him so just kind of I have a year old daughter so I just wanted to bring everybody kind of yeah. closer uh, to a family oriented thing and uh, yeah I uh, saw there was a, a brewer needed in Bardstown, so I just Googled like where the fuck is Bardstown? And, uh, Not that far away. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm close enough to Louisville and Lexington. Do-able. Maybe I can do some damage there. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, met with the uh, our ownership and other fantastic people, and we vibe. So uh, here I am.
3: There really is a good vibe going on yeah. at Earl's Place because yeah, it's sure. a lot of like different elements that just like a good beer or a good plate of food. Yeah. It's like a bunch of kind of random components that you would never. Think would like if it was preconceived, it wouldn't work. But if mm-hmm. it just kind of comes together organically, it seems like there's a really good team that they've put together down there. And then you guys have each the brought, facility is gorgeous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we,
1: we haven't built. said anything about the Yeah, but yeah. our know, ownership builds yeah. things
0: for other people, so they really took it serious and were like, we want to build this for us. And I will say, this is uh, my fourth brewery venture, and a lot of breweries talk family, but I, I really consider all of us to be family, and I, I, I genuinely mean that. I wouldn't say it if I, if I didn't mean it. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: And Clayton, how did you
2: end up in this situation? Uh, well, me, I used, so I was one affected by the COVID situation. And in between times I was a butcher. I went into like a whole oh, cool. butchery kind of uh, training. Um, and when I was done with working in like 30 degree weather for about 12 hours a day, yeah. uh, I was ready to get back into the kitchen. And I reached out to a couple people and was offered a kind of a, semi-position, like a semi-managerial position at Scout and Scholar, just kind of start. Um, Learned a lot really quickly um, and had the opportunity uh, pretty quickly to become the executive chef there. Um, I love it. Um, Like you guys were saying, the team, there's a reason why it's evident our team works. Yeah. And uh, the vibes are good there. Um, Everybody there is in place for a reason. And it, it shows. We are, it's scary how good we are becoming <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: and, and i have just been salivating if yep. you're not on this video yeah we should talk bit, about like, the food, spread. It's food in front of yeah. us
3: that i'm just drooling <laughs> yeah. over you it. want to give just a brief description? yeah, brief, yeah briefly yeah for so sure once again if you guys are, yeah. <laughs> aren't on our patreon you want to see this shit this, this is, is incredible
4: this is the first time we've had food on the podcast yeah, too. Cool. Yeah, so yeah. thank you for. Yeah,
1: for, for sure. For, for yeah, of service. course. Yeah. The best food we've ever had on this no. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beer drops don't count as well. <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, of course, uh, we brought two appetizers, um, small little, just to show you what we're about. Yeah. Uh, a smoked cauliflower uh, drizzled with white barbecue sauce and furikake, which is toasted sesame seeds and some seasonings. Oh, some yeah, an nori way. paper, for I, sure. I don't care. Uh, pickled red onions and other kinds of herbs and spices. Uh, we've got our smoked honey lime uh, soy wings. Now these wings are jumbo pterodactyls, like, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if you know where the camera is or yeah. anything, but it's <laughs> yeah. pretty big. It's a um, big yeah. But uh, again, that's with white barbecue, cilantro, everything um, of that nature as well. And then we got our traditional for our for our uh, menu beef burger. Uh, it's got a bacon jam, comeback sauce, which which is kind of rough play on a sriracha aioli. Oh, nice. Uh, cheddar cheese, uh, fried onion, beer batter done in cold, cold, uh, cold beer and old buddy. So, yeah. Um, That's a whole body, Yeah. I've never had, I, I smoke a lot of meat.
1: Um, I've never had smoked cauliflower. Mm. This totally Thanks, has this incredible. all of the
3: smoked flavor and characteristics of yeah, thank what you. you would expect. Yeah, for sure.
1: That's crazy. I appreciate that. And the
3: aioli, too. Yeah. And so you kind of, you guys have like a hipster, beery, foodie vibe going on down there. All
2: right, uh, we thank see you. a lot
3: of that here in Louisville, just yeah. like, you know, fancy, yeah. highfalutin yeah. stuff. What was I it like bringing easy. that into Bardstown? Because Bardstown's a little bit of both, too. Like, downtown has some fancy, nice places, and then there's a lot of people, too, yeah. who just like...
0: I mean, I would say uh, I'm, I was extremely surprised. Uh, you know, um, obviously, the conversation happened, like, how crazy can we get when it comes to Bardstown? Just because we are, we are... There are certain tap houses that have like craft beer, but we are the inter- introduction mm-hmm. to that. Uh, but you'd be surprised, man. I mean, it's a, uh, and we're also very blessed with uh, when it comes to like uh, tourists and stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, but Barstown locals, man, they get they get to it. Uh, like uh, I brewed a Belgian blonde, and uh, honestly, only because I had the the stuff to brew a Belgian blonde on hand. And it's like it's become a mainstay. It's called Give Me Three Steps. We don't have it here, but uh, it's like top three every every week. That's awesome. So, like Barstown really? really has sound embracing a Belgian beer to me is is kind it's of huge. weird, you know what I mean?
3: I was, we were talking about that the other week that does like, sometimes the Belgian Blondale is like the perfect it gateway is. beer for somebody. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's light, it's bright, it's surprisingly drinkable. It's not like overly hoppy or anything. The only unique character just comes from that yeast. Yeah. And then you can be like, Man, this is basically a
0: pilsner. It's just got a funky yeast in it. So, but uh, sound has treated us very well and they, uh, they show up for us all that's awesome, time, which really is great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah.
3: Well, we're talking about uh, kind of traditional styles and stuff like that. You want to talk about the other beer that we're drinking this week? Moving into a little bit of Louisville beer news. Um, I'm eating. I'll I'll yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> this eat is the way. So good. <laughs> uh, if you guys do follow along, you know that we do our uh, rotating legend series collaborations. It's got to be a team. We might have a collaboration in the works of Scout and <laughs> Scholar uh, coming up here soon. Uh, but this month, uh, we partnered up with our friends at Fall City. Um, and
0: ethereal, and ethereal, and ethereal yeah. out of
3: Lexington, which is also a banging brewery,
4: and that's the first time that we've introduced somebody outside a little yeah. to the collab series cool. our first three. Cool. Okay.
0: Huh.
1: yeah sweet yeah, yeah. Um, well, I love ethereal <laughs> yeah I
3: mean hey <laughs> See, I'll, I'll take it we just did a collab with them too they're great people but yeah we talked a few uh, times on the show at this point about our love of the Grizitsky style of beer uh, Cameron at Against the Grain and the ethereal guys are also big big so, fans on, what did straight. I say. I get it oh, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, they're not. They, they stink. They do a lot of smoked beers, probably. But yeah, anyway, Fall City and Ethereal were on board to do an old style. So all about the Grzitzki. To get a little bit creative with it, we called it the Zitski. I love uh, the name. Love yeah.
2: Love the name.
3: Nice, light, bright. Grzycki. So if anybody's heard us talking about it, what it is is a very historical style that's a Polish beer. Um, it was actually known in Poland as the Champagne of Poland. Polish beer for a long time. It's a style that originated back in the 14th. <laughs> they <laughs> called it that in, their, in the town that it's made in. Yeah, You're gonna, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. of poor stole that. Ryszard apparently Ryszard Kapuści uh, in the 14th 15th century. It was very regulated. strictly regulated, regulated, just like everything Polish. was back then. Uh, in this little town, one funny little story that I read about the town. Uh, they were really active during like the Protestant Revolution and all that kind of stuff, but. Um, apparently the town was really suffering because the main well went dry. This like monk just kind of wandered into town and he's like, oh, you guys don't have any water. I'll take care of this. And so he said like a prayer over the city well. And then all of a sudden, the city well was full of like the best water anybody would ever had and everybody was freaking out. And so the breweries in town started making beer with it, and it was like the best beer anybody had ever had. So thank you, uh, God, for this. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout shout out. out. Bless us our lord for uh, I guess, that we were about out. to Absolutely. receive. <laughs> and then the fun part was uh, that since you could only get this amazing water from this well, they were really to really, really strictly re- control who could brew beer, because uh, you could only get the water from the well by city mandate. Uh, eventually, <laughs> centuries later, people dug wells in other parts of the countryside and like this water tastes just as good, uh, so they could kind of start doing their own thing. Um, the style kind of faded, basically. It kind of, the communists took over Poland for a while and basically just regulated all the breweries out of existence. And I think in 1993, the last brewery that had been producing it went out of business. Uh, But the homebrewing community really kept it alive over there. A lot of the just farmhouse brewer's traditions that they have over there, they kept the style going, just making smoked wheat malt. It's really cheap. It's really easy to make. It picks up that really unique smoky flavor, and you don't have to add a bunch of other stuff to it to make it taste interesting. And it wasn't until 2011 that the Polish Homebrewers Association formed a commission to revive the style. Uh, and then in 2013, um, the American Brewers Association entered it into the style guidelines. So it's an old beer, but it's only really recently started to see kind of a resurgence.
4: So I, I appreciate the historical significance of it, of course, uh, but selfishly, um, so the Live Oak Grudzinski is one of my favorite yeah, beers in excellent. made in America. It's it's such a great beer, and whenever mm-hmm. I'm there, I try to try to get it. In Don't hate me. I've never water. had it. Never That's said. fine. We'll, we'll get yeah. we'll get you some. Um, okay. You won't. Yeah. You won't? I will. I will. <laughs> but I, but like if I was but if I was I I was either relying on friends to send me Grudzinski or yeah. or for me to bring some back whenever I'd go to Austin. And so, what do people do? What do homebrewers do when yep. they want a beer that they can't get otherwise? Yep, that's they why I started homebrewing. Yeah, so yeah, too. I am not a homebrewer. I suck at it. Mm-hmm. I don't like cleaning. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to say, you know, hey, your beer sucks, Fall yeah, City. You like smoked beer. I want to do this smoke beer let's do a cam let's let's brew this together so at least we can drink this and i can stop relying on friends to to send me live oak beer Yep. You why know. would
1: you rely on your friends <laughs> ever right i'm eating okay like
4: i'm not gonna say who said it but as we were tasting this beer in the tap room today somebody said that they liked it even more than Grdziski at live oak and it wasn't a false city well, employee was wasn't a full city employee, so It wasn't me. This is mostly just me trying to
0: avoid uh, additional boxes being stolen my, on my front porch. <laughs> uh, as far as smoke beer goes, I mean it's hard to pull it off. So uh, mm-hmm. kudos to you know everybody yeah. involved. It's uh, it's got a good smoke vibe to it. Uh, it's not overbearing, and uh, yeah, kudos. It's a great beer. Well, so David helped brew it. Oh, it sucks, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm
4: sorry. so this is this is the triad that kidding, you get out you of Louisville Ale Trail. Like we we always have a we always have a task. Every everybody has a a job to do. David helped brew the beer. Yep. John helped design the label. Yep. And today I labeled the can. Yep. Oh, so that was yep. my okay. that was you my contribution. Put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> We've so, been labeling a lot of cans I this do, week.
0: Ha- you do. Uh, So yeah, we we got that. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's hand, tough work. Hand labeled with love. It's tough work, bro.
1: This is it's just so fucking. Have oh, you been eating this? I know David's very light on God. this podcast. Yeah, he's not <laughs> even here. Let's <laughs> yeah. am let's bring
0: somebody else in here. I'm looking right? at the I mean, burger, like, and that's what I. Really take a
4: bite, bro. Want. I'm not gonna just yeah. like take a bite. Why, Why not? Gonna, you can't. That's your sure. burger. No, what's what's your you? yours. we're gonna it's pressure you. We're gonna pressure you. I've eaten. All right, let's let's just. You it. What
0: is this burger? What what? It's the beef burger.
2: Okay, it's our just our uh Kentucky grass fed beef burger. Uh, What's organic, on top here? Uh, beer ba- uh, beer battered onion ring. That's exactly oh, okay. what I want out of yeah, this. It. Mm-hmm. Cool I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, mm-hmm. like like, do like a Shaggy yeah. from Scooby Doo thing yeah. going yeah. on. Just yeah. One bite. Get Everybody it. knows the rules. It. Yeah, all right. There you go. See? Yeah, was yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a good bite. Y'all clap. That
0: was your thing. You know open this up? It's good
1: when the sauce comes out the other end. That's how you know you really smushed it. Is
0: it all right? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Very, very blessed to work with this gentleman right here. I mean, uh, and we, uh, you know, creatively, Cheers. like, as far as our sours, like, literally, I'll walk in, I'll just be like, hey, I have this. What else am I doing? And he always has, like, you know, kind of the weird stuff uh, to go off that. So
3: You mentioned running stuff through the canning line a little bit ago. So you guys do most of your stuff in prowlers. Yeah, we... Uh, there might be
0: some... We're dabbling in cans. We've heard little, uh, little chirps here and there that you guys
3: might be looking for more
0: capacity or space. Or- we are... Uh, or we can just leave that as a tease no <laughs> I'll give you the five year plan I'll say there's going to be a production space somewhere we're going to enter that realm of things because I think uh, it warrants us to do that uh, I will say there's going to be I'd say a couple tap rooms like faces with a like say three barrel you know
3: Oh, nice. Um, I'm going to brew
0: anywhere we open a tap room because so yeah. I, I feel like you have to uh so and that's uh,
3: how you can get new people coming on and just teach new, new people to craft
0: and just, you know. so uh i will say we're definitely going to enter the production space as far as capacity goes but uh you know uh, elizabeth town we're looking at pretty heavy uh you know maybe we'll relax whoever yeah. likes mm. us the most i don't know who <laughs> likes us the most nobody likes us okay did maybe. you all
4: see that that cookout restaurant yeah
3: uh, poll. We got beat up by the like, Tallahassee or something.
4: So, Cookout, the restaurant, are you familiar with this? Um, unfortunately, a, I'm not. It's a fast food chain. We have one in the state. I'm explaining this as I'm eating this delicious <laughs> smoked cauliflower. Yeah. Yeah. So, this cookout sent out a tweet. It was like, hey, we want to expand. What four cities do you want to, uh, do you want to see us in? And uh, Louisville was one of them, Tallahassee, Florida was one of them, and like two others. Louisville went crazy for some reason yep, on this poll. we were blown up. Like, okay. I don't know why. I Like, I've had it cook out once. It's, it's fine. It's like, like w- a, what, a White
3: Castle?
2: almost. Uh, it's, it, oh, yeah, it's, 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 like it's, it it's a place of, like, it's, whatever It is a chain. Yeah. What yeah. yeah. a burger. It's like a,
3: yeah, it's like an but like, like, get, get like <laughs> 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 It's yeah. like, get, get hot dogs, join grill marks ship?
4: on them. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. And apparently Tallahassee won by, like, one percentage point. Yeah. So all I'm saying is that maybe, maybe Scout and Scholar, uh, wants to do that between Louisville and Lexington. Well, like, hey,
3: hey, yeah, which one of
4: y'all yeah. want us the most?
1: Well, uh, you guys want to open I a cookout? I don't think <laughs> that's going to happen. <laughs> I, no. You, we're you missed, you missed we're actually going to base
0: it on numbers, uh, honestly. If yeah. We're, we're moving. yeah, numbers of people and, voting for you, yeah. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> think we'll, we'll win anything like that.
1: What, what if there's an election?
0: Uh, as long as you stop run it, the steel Yeah, <laughs> as long as you run it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all
1: right. We'll we'll start an election and it will basically be we'll we'll have one platform for Louisville, one platform for Lexington. And Our five year plan
0: will we definitely are gonna have multiple locations. Uh-huh. That's all I can really say as far as expansion. Only because it's not like in stone, you know what I mean? Yeah. We will I, that have, makes perfect sense. That's yeah, the only we'll, way to we'll do definitely it. have multiple locations. And um, I look forward to that. And I'm just, you know, very thankful for that. You okay? We good? Yeah, I'm good. One other thing we always
3: like to uh, talk to our guests about is I think this was David's uh, idea for a segment, and it's gone well so far. Show, oh, show, what? show and tell. You hate everything oh, I do on this podcast.
1: I only—it's constructive feedback. You hate
3: when I host. It's not you hate, hate when I come up with segments. <laughs> the show and tell segment has been. We great. pay okay. for
1: your therapy. Okay? Nice. Uh, can you pay for mine too? <laughs> <laughs> no. So now,
3: now we're officially entering the show and tell Let's segment. Go. So we asked you, you know, to to bring. You brought some stuff that you guys made and that you love. But that was mine. Maybe also that bring was Clayton's. something else <laughs> that you love. Uh, do you want to share with us in the audience something that you love? I mean, brought course. So
0: uh, I, I guess I got to call you out a little bit here. The text I received is uh, bring something you love from the beer world and then something you don't love. So I would say uh, I brought Coors Banquet Yes, uh, for you guys because that's, <laughs> that's literally my favorite beer. I love um, Coors. Um, you know, brewing beer, it's like, if I drink a crap beer, I have to analyze it all the time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, what about this? What about that? So it's a uh, Coors Banquet is kind of my, I can shut my brain off and I can actually just enjoy it. So I love that. Um, when, when
3: people criticize me for just drinking like lagers all day, um, I also say, oh, fuck it. That's a much better way to articulate that feeling. <laughs> I love it. It's uh, literally,
0: you know, that's that's the way I actually really enjoy beer, yeah. really talking. Um, and then and when it comes to, he said, bring something outside. Um, they're not on camera, but I brought like the brew team, obviously. Yeah. Here, uh, yep. I just love the people I'm uh, allowed to be around. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, I'm so blessed to be able to do what I do and be around the people I'm around. So that's a theme that's we it. hit on constantly about like
1: all the brewers and breweries that have been on this show it it always boils down to like the community and the people you're surrounded with yeah like how that
0: all plays into it and it's like why we do we're all having fun i'm so replaceable because we're all replaceable you know what i mean so you just got to take the every day to every day even in brewing or canning whatever you're doing you're gonna have your rough days but at the end of the day we have beer and surrounded by great people it's just like you you, i literally can't believe they pay me to do what i get to do you know i'm saying so Uh, yeah yeah, that's where I'm at in life thankful to be here you know what I mean absolutely and then with
3: that appreciation of classic styles uh, there was an article that got circulated internally at Louisville Ale Trail this week that we were all talking about we thought it might be a little fun just to dissect uh, on air circulated
1: internally yeah
3: that's that's our uh, Facebook messenger chat to three people (laughs) okay the group yeah the group this is an article uh, from salon.com shout out Ashley Stevens I was gonna say yeah Michael, you have the, the lowdown on this one, but you also have a chicken wing in your mouth, so I can start. eating. <laughs> I'm eating. <laughs> I'm, really I'm, eating. I'm eating. I can start the description here. <laughs> um, the the title of the article was, The IPA is dead. Long live the IPA. Why do mm. you love it or hate it? Beer is here to stay.
2: Marsha, Marsha, Marsha.
3: <laughs> Shout out Matthew. There's somewhere. Yeah. Um, opening a sentence, it all started with a single tweet on Friday night. Dear microbreweries. Maybe instead of your 12th double IPA, make a fucking Pilsner. By Tuesday morning, the statement had been liked nearly like 81,000 times. The comments were flooded with memes about how IPA actually stands for if pine cones were alcohol. And the original tweet likely made a beer nerd somewhere punch a wall. Um, I, I, the general, yeah, give us the I'm general done with my here.
4: chicken wing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's dropping it. He's Every, dropping it. Everybody
3: had an opinion about I'm that tweet.
4: <laughs> and it did blow up. So it, it all came down to people. Uh, that are in the brewing industry saying, hey, if y'all didn't drink the IPAs, we wouldn't be making them as much. But then there's the the counterculture movement of like, okay, I see that you're making all these IPAs, but what's in it for me, the non-IPA drinker? And so um, I believe actually one of our, our own friends here in Louisville, Dawn, uh, she mentioned the idea of like, hey, if there's this idea of loving IPAs has become a personality trait, now all of a sudden there's this other personality trait that is hating IPAs. Mm-hmm. Like, where are the classic styles at? And I fall into that camp occasionally, but also sometimes it's like, I want to drink too hard until I die.
0: So, sure. like, one of my favorite beers, by the way.
1: I, I remember a very specific tweet from someone that's not sitting here on this podcast saying that I pretend to like green beers because it's
3: cool. Like, mm-hmm. overly hops, like hazies yes. and stuff like that. I love Hot Burn. Yeah, it's my favorite. It, it was you. Oh, a okay. oh, Is that what I said
0: to you? Digging up those old tweets, David. Come on. <laughs> so my personal opinion on what you guys are talking about is like, I hope we move into a realm where like good beer or bad beer, because there are people who do an IPAs fantastic. And yeah. people who are doing IPAs horrible. And same for Pilsners, you know what I mean? 100%. So, uh to me, when you read that, where my mind goes, is like at least there's verbiage where it's just like whoever wrote that and doesn't like IPAs is they're, they're going to have an IPA they do like because it's going to be well executed. So right. uh, the fact that that verbiage is even being thrown out to me is a plus as far as where we are, you know what I'm saying, and where we're going as far as people's palates.
4: I would also just say that, and this is one take that I heard that I agree with, is that there's this misconception, I guess, that if you go to, if you're a weekend um, uh, brewery hopper, you expect all the breweries that you go to to have a varied style of, of beer. Cause mm-hmm. they're all breweries. They're all and you, like, you don't go to these places often. You're just like, Hey, this place has IPAs and sours and pilsners and, and stouts and crazy dessert things. The next place we go to will too. And all of a sudden they don't, they have 12 IPAs or they have 12 sours or something yeah. like that. And I think that's the fault of, um, actually maybe it's nobody's fault, but it's just the way it is that there's this, the consumer expectation of like, Hey, I go to a brewery. I expect to see every solid actionable. Is that fair?
0: Yeah. Depending on how far you want to dive into this conversation. Yeah. You, know, uh, you guys have
1: 25
0: taps. I was going to say, not, yeah. me as so, a
2: customer, because so when I joined Scout and Scholar, sorry to interrupt, um, no, this is. Yeah, if I had a mic, I, this is <laughs> your mic. <laughs> right now, like, here's the mic. What's up? I Go. was never much in the beer world when I started. Scout and Scholar. I was more of a like a wine and kind of a spirits person. So Lee and Matthew and now Jenny have changed my entire outlook on beer, and I love to see kind of a different approach. Not necessarily, as in every place that I go to i don't I don't want to see every single beer, but I love the fact that Atrium focuses on sours, yeah, I love the fact that uh, you know another uh brewery in the same location does something i p a heavy, so i'm I guess as the customer prefer it that way, but I don't know more so, I would say as you as the producer. <laughs> I mean, I, as a brewer, I never want
0: to be known for one style. Like, honestly, that's why I brew so many styles and I'm, I am I get crazy with it. I have no fear. If I've yeah. never brewed it before, fuck it, let's do a 10 barrel yeah. batch. Like, uh, cause I never, as far as minecraft goes and my freedom and my joy, I mean, it, it is creating something new all the time.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so to, and I'm not knocking those other brewers cause they do that right. stuff. Fantastic. And there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a path for that. But uh, as far as me, like. I don't know. I think I just try to hit all realms I, mm-hmm. I try to go crazy all the time. It's like Everybody. the
1: same as any industry, though. You don't want to be one dimensional in mm-hmm. your, your, your products. You want to diversify. Yeah. But but again, there's a lot to be said for somewhere that's like, OK, I want good sours. And it's like, oh, you go here, 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 you know, and yeah. that's what they're known for. And you go and have world class, you know, stuff of that degree. Um, it, it, really just comes down to preference though. And, and mm-hmm. if you're a casual beer
0: drinker, it's like, I'm good with anything. It's all subjective. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think what the, the root of this conversation really comes down to is you got to make good product, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think the more well, good product that's in Kentucky, it, it rises all ships and we are, we're all raising
4: together. I that. think their, their argument though, <clears throat> for a multitude of arguments that happened in during that tweet conversation is that you could make the best Saison in the world. But a Maybe certain community a might not care about Saison. That's okay.
2: Yeah. So
0: do you, but do you still well, want to provide tank space to, yes. to brew yes, it? Yes, a thousand percent. Um, so, uh, I, I, percent. Know, I, I know. I, <laughs> no, I love it. Would I, love say, yeah, <laughs> I would love <be> <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> this is why we work. Well, yeah. like, you're reading my mind. You're reading my mind. Uh, but uh, to me, so like, obviously untapped is a thing. Uh, I actually don't even read untapped a lot. I do occasionally, but it's just like, You'll have somebody who's like, Hey, not my style, but they rate it low. Like it's just, it's all subjective. So you can't, as a brewer, you can't let that affect you. just like an athlete. You know what I'm saying? You don't look at the reviews as long as the yeah. product is good. Everything else is going to be good. And I, that's, that's what I live by.
3: So we've been chasing like the trends now. It seems like there was the session IPA trend and then Hazy's kind of took over. I had, I shared my one conspiracy theory about the true Bardstown killer. Uh, my second conspiracy that's theory, cool. theory is, is that the you got whole bourbon here, can we get some bourbon haze haze. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So. <laughs> Where where did all this like craft beer stuff get started? The West Coast. Who are the people who are obsessed with Instagram? They're all in the West Coast. What? Hazy IPAs Instagram incredibly well. Everybody <clears throat> wants to get likes on Instagram. John. Thus that's John. why IPAs John. have taken over. John
1: Hazes are Hazy's are New England style.
3: Yeah, but they're not really. The West Coast people are the ones who popularized like all that. Cr- like, I one hundred percent not just the hazies, but just like the IPA Instagram things. New England, this is that's the second part of the conspiracy theory. You take this yarn and it goes over to the East Coast because then. They were taking all the West, West Coast stuff, mm-hmm. putting it on, like, their social media. Mm-hmm. West Coast people were getting mad because they were getting more Instagram likes than them. And then TikTok started. And TikTok was started by a conglomeration. Okay, so that's the end of my conspiracy theory about that. <laughs> but they're only popular because they Instagram well. Hashtag stop the haze. Stop the haze. So stop what if the, the new haze. beer trend, we've, we've been chasing them, uh, the new double <laughs> hoppy New England IPA, is uh creating a great tap room experience focusing on team building
0: and consistency of your product no matter what it is i would say cons- consistency is key and i would just say if you have a plethora of things that's good too i mean um i can just say from my personal experience when i started drinking crap beer compared to where i am now on my palate Obviously, it changes. So, the more you can offer, all it takes is that one beer. You yeah. know what I mean? To be like, okay, I enjoy this. Yep. And then, especially if they trust the person and offer them that, they're going to be like, well, what else do you like? You know what I mean? And then they're going to be open to do that. So, uh, yeah.
1: Um, and then for people who have, had a lot of beers like in particular myself and then I come to your all spot and you have a nitro saison
2: yeah yeah and you're like what
1: the hell I'm is this <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I, can, I, I trust I'm you good, but yeah it, I can, believe I can, you
0: I can put <laughs> anything I want on nitro and I take advantage of that I love nitro beers I really feel like it's a, a, a portion of the, the sector that really doesn't get a lot of love but I honestly we have those four taps because that's what I drink every day. Brings well, a totally uh, different flavor. too. Like you think, uh, you know, what a some
3: tastes like because a lot of that's service and bar- bartenders,
0: I'm like, we'll try the CO2 version and the nitro and let's yeah. talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, like the, the gas blend is different and all that. And it's just the nuances you get off that are way different. But,
1: yeah. Uh, and with, with 25 taps, I mean, in your service and being so focused, are you, are you educating
0: and like exploring their they're coming on this journey with you all? Uh, I do as much as I can. Yeah. you know what I mean, and, uh, you know, uh, they're doing a fantastic job, they have to keep up with me, which is unfortunate, because That's I'm impossible. just, I'm, <laughs> th- I'm very fast, and I'm stupid, uh, but, you know, is um, that the Facebook motto, I, I would move just, fast, and I'm stupid, uh, <laughs> I would just say, you know, like, going back to untapped, I guess, I do have to write in a description and stuff, so, like, if, but I'm also there for, like, and him as yeah. well, as far as the yeah. food. we're there for our servers and stuff, as far as questions, and any concerns, you know what I mean, but, uh yeah, we do have a lot on tap and it's it could be overwhelming and back to if we're going to bring it back that's why we have so many predetermined flights just because it's like i feel like if you're drinking bourbon all day you're hammer drunk and yeah. you're like, oh my god true, like, eh. true. So some beer, it's like, give me this flight, slow down put flight. some food in your belly uh, but so, in the
1: crappier space with like 25 taps like education is so important just to be able to guide people into these curated experiences you know what i'm saying yeah like you have to say you
0: know this is it and this is where you go for it it's uh our servers have been like we're all growing together in this as far as growing barstown as far as craft beer you know what i mean and uh i do have a lot of taps, and i do have a lot of styles you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah.
3: and it's cool too just because as much as you guys are bringing you know uh kind of craft beer and the culinary expertise into bardstown that's gonna reflect back on you guys and that's gonna make what you're doing there different than what any other brewery anywhere in the country is doing really yeah which is pretty darn cool. Not wrong. You know, I'll yeah. just
4: say that, you, and you, you
3: all do a lot of collabs with a, a lot of people here in Louisville. Um,
4: and More that, collabs that's a, than anybody. Let's yeah, it's it's a great it's a L.A. it's a great it's a great program. <laughs> and, um, it's a good community building thing. I will say, like, whenever I go somewhere, I see that they had, did a uh, collaboration with Scout and Scholar. I'm just like. That's the one I want. Yeah, I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. even if it's if it's a style, I'm just like I don't know about that, but I want it. That's yeah, yeah. Sure. No, I love the
0: the the Kentucky craft beer community, and I think we're on the rise. You know, um, obviously we're now for bourbon, but I, I just I really feel like everybody's putting out great product, and um, we're we're moving in a very positive direction as far as changing that. At least you know on the beer spectrum, like you can. There's a destination for both. Um, Completely so, agree. I'm just I'm I'm thankful. Those everybody wants to collab with me. You know what I mean? That's cool
3: y'all have anything coming up or any kind of special beers you're getting ready to to, to birth into the world oh, that uh we should let people be wherever? anything else you guys want to hype
0: damn uh well post-boredom with country boy which is alexander brewery you're probably going to be mad at me about yeah but uh yeah it's a i mean it's a it's a dry hop colish. we brewed it there and it's fantastic like uh, honestly like it's i'm probably gonna drink that until we run out of it uh but, yeah um, I would say that's, that's kind of our newest thing. We have a lot of barrel projects working. Um, but uh, against the grain and log still, we have a, like a three-way collab going, and we're working on details as far as releasing that. So we're excited about that as Thank well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about everything, or I wouldn't tap it. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, man, that's yeah. good. That's a good philosophy. Yeah. David, Michael, anything you guys want
3: to uh, shout out this week? I'll shout out uh, to all of our listeners. It'll be too late to promote it, but you guys have heard us talking about the upcoming Kentucky Common Festival in Frankfurt. If you're listening this week, it will have happened the day before yesterday. Um, but for us, it'll be happening in a few days. And on the day that it happens, we should get to- Clyde, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> Our intention is to get some interesting uh, little tidbits of video and audio for you guys um and if we don't if we don't have those on the podcast next week we'll make sure to shout out that we'll be sharing them on our social media so make sure you're following us on the instagrams and the facebook's and stuff at Louisville ale trail uh cuz i think the kentucky Comic festival is going to be a lot of fun i'm really really excited for that i'm really looking forward to that uh it's been a long time coming yeah <laughs> uh, i see and, you down there <laughs> uh, i will
4: say that by the time this podcast comes out it will be may 2nd 502. 502 day. So happy Louisville beer appreciation cool. day, we everybody! Appreciation. Cool. Uh, this we're is from this sound,
0: but we love y'all. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> hey, about it's, I'm it's, from Louisville. Doesn't it's, it's, it's <laughs> matter It's all about cultivating
4: the community of beer within, within mm-hmm. Louisville, and you all help yeah. with that.
0: That's what we're all about, Barstow. Yeah. We, we only we only speak love mm. out into the world. That's United okay. we stand, divided we fall. That's exactly. Yeah,
2: it. David, if y'all if, if y'all don't care, I want to say real quick. I, yeah. Again, we have in July, we have this uh, beer dinner that we're we're planning. Lee and I. Uh, I figured I'd just kind of jump the gun and yeah, kind of say go for it. Broadcast it a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're, we're we're we've planned a beer dinner for you guys. Um, come check us out. Come look for that on our social media. We're pretty excited about it. Um, Lee and I have come up with something pretty crazy. Uh, that's our style. Yeah, so, um, I would say so. You no, know, so just you know, keep an eye out for that.
1: I, I was just going to say that you need to eat this goddamn food. <laughs> we <laughs> brought this Yeah,
3: we brought this, this episode young. of the podcast is sponsored <laughs> by Moist Towelettes. Yeah. So
0: we're going to Toasties. After
1: it's, this. It's, shout, shout out, to out Toasties. Shout out. 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 i lean closer for that. <laughs> uh, <yeah, laughs> yeah. As soon as you said beer dinner, I'm like, uh, we have three tickets. We're <laughs> 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 going. Thank
3: you guys so much. Thank you guys for having us. You guys are awesome. Cannot emphasize enough to everybody listening. It's, if door to door you're gonna be in your car less than an hour go drive down there check it out enjoy it uh take in some scenery along the way and bring home a crowler to to drink and to share and it, that's what we love and if do you don't
4: there. live in louisville and you're visiting louisville yeah go there anyway yeah. like it's it's great like yeah. you're, you're gonna rent a car historic so down. just go ahead and drive out there go see a fucking distillery or do something it's like know. 35 like, minutes yeah. it's go to bad. the yeah. stephen foster it's show so yeah. close
3: yeah. No. you like musicals do you like oh, Old Swanee River?
4: I don't, no. I, don't, I don't care for people named Stephen Foster. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot
3: about that guy. So, oh, Well, wherever you are out there, beer swindler, <laughs> we miss you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. To everybody on our Patreon, thank you guys very much. Yeah, to everybody up? who wants to see David Satterley's pile of wings, uh, you can get on our Patreon. <laughs> he's, still <laughs> he's still eating. He's still eating. He's still eating.
1: Signing out, Modelo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. Cheers, thanks, guys. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Hey, thanks for having us. Great, right? Hey, right.